episode 111 of hello dysfunction we're back and it's freezing and it it was kind of raining when i went out earlier and i have a a one of a kind wrap around blanket skirt (laughs) it's a floor length very nice fleece (laughs) material cat pattern of course Mm -hmm. cats you know um it's cold and i still got an iced drink i have a new starbucks concoction i would like to share so right now they offer a pistachio latte did you get it with extra grass in it no but instead of that i get four shots over ice with three pumps of pistachio two agaves and the rest soy milk so when you do it that way without the pistachio it's normally 295 mm-hmm. if you get it in a grande cup mm-hmm. unless they want to be dicks and charge you for the soy and then it's 325 right she charged me like 450 and i said why is it so much Them today pumps. so do they charge for the pistachio <clears throat> yeah they charge you per pump okay i didn't know that well that's why then but it's still cheaper than you know and more effective that's what happens when you like all the pumps. Shut up. So many pumps. It re- when I order every time, it reminds me of that post I saw before that said, like, if you're ordering like six cu- pumps or six shots at the drop, like after so many shots, you might as well just do a fucking bump. Like, I feel like they laughed at me. Can I have six <laughs> shots, please, in a venti cup over ice? Like, just do a rail at that point. Yeah, they question me, like, if I'll order, um, if I get a cold brew, I'll be like, add three shots. And they're like, wait, you want three shots On added? top of, yes. Yes. Yes, I do. I want Please. all of it. Um, I read that coffee doesn't actually wake you up. It mutes the receptors that tell you when you're tired. Whatever it's doing, keep doing so it. So you're still tired. It's just not, it's just blocking your brain from giving you the message that you're tired. Or it's dulling it. It's yeah. dulling the message to tell you you're tired. That's how pain meds work too. They don't actually take so your the pain, pain away. So the pain is still, I didn't know they that. They block your pain receptors. So just blocking receptors is a lie. You're just putting a blindfold on me. Blindfold me. <laughs> That's up. what you're doing. You're putting a fucking yeah. blindfold over it. It's tricking your body. Yeah. I don't like that. I thought it was getting me going. Mm-mm. That sucks. I need something to get me going. I know. That's why knife, <laughs> I need bowls both. and coffee. Yeah. We both. alternate. And I still want to go take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. I could drink espresso, <clears throat> pound it, and go straight to sleep. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. But if I stop for a while and then go back to it, it gets its effectiveness back. I don't know if that's just psychological, but. I never have stopped. <laughs> You've never taken a break <laughs> to test that theory. No, because I immediately get fucking headaches. Yeah. And it sucks. Caffeine I, I, dependency kind of sucks. But it does. I feel like I've given up so much. Like, let me have this. Yeah. No, I really it's feel like. It's not killing like, anyone. Let me fucking have this one thing. I feel like all. I'm not going to say all, but a, a good amount of vices in, moder- in moderation is 
yeah. acceptable in, in my life. Coffee truly brings me joy. Yeah, I said before how it's my one thing lately that yeah. I look forward to every day and plan it out and get my mouth ready for it. Like, let me just have this. Especially right now. Yes. Very right. few things are bringing me joy <laughs> right now. Let me have this. Fuck. Oh, God. Fuck. Have I've you been, been? Sick. We had a stomach bug. And um, so my brother's uh, sister-in-law tested positive for COVID in mm. Marin County. The kids are going to physical, you know, going to school. I didn't know that. I, I would say either. no. I would say, nope, not mine. Yeah. And so her and her son tested positive for COVID. And uh, so naturally we get all scared. Yeah. My brother and his wife get tested. They came back today negative. Um, but right after that, so like probably... Thursday evening, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I felt fucking horrible. Like, I started getting these headaches that I don't normally get, um, really nauseated, um, like really having to fight the urge to puke. To throw up. Yeah. yeah, like stomach pain. And then like I had some body aches. And I was like, this is it. I'm fucking dying of COVID. So yesterday, I got tested at Kaiser in the morning at 10. And the way my anxiety set up, I was like, I can't wait 24 hours for my results. God forbid. Nope. So there's a, uh, a lab in Martinez. You can pay 170 bucks and it's rapid results. You have them in 20 minutes. So I did that. I'm so cheap. I'm like, it better be fucking accurate if I'm going to do that. Yeah. And I don't think it is that let's like not 100%. So, like not 100. Yeah. My mom said that they're pretty accurate. They've gotten better, but it's not 100. So that came back negative, and then my Kaiser results came back this morning at like 1 a.m. Which is hella quick. Hella quick. Not even 24 They're hours. Negative. Nope. If you have Kaiser and you, you know, make an appointment for a COVID test, if you mark that you're an essential worker, they expedite your results. And they don't ask for proof of that, right? You just no. say you are? No. Okay. Because my family was wondering, because they have Kaiser, and they were wondering, what do you say, you know, to get retested? Because they'd be acting like they don't want to test you Go again. Go through kp.org, your app, and uh -huh. do it. That's what I did. Okay. Well, just do that and yep. mark that you're an essential worker, period. 24-hour results. Because I have a friend who gets tested through Color, who is, is a company, uh -huh. um, and he gets tested every week. Smart. And he posts his results every week. And I asked him, what are you saying so that they'll keep retesting you? And he's like, I just say, I don't know who I've been around. Yeah. And they give him no problems. The place that my brother goes through um, at the Pinole Library. Mm -hmm. That's where I went. You can you can schedule a test every week if you want yeah. to there. They're like but L the results LH something uh, dot com. I'll, I'll put the yeah. website in the show notes because that was really convenient. They look up your closest a site based on your address you know yeah. where you want to go and if it's too far out you can tell them to broaden the search you yeah. know for something that it comes up sooner yep and they were good um the only complaint is for some reason you know how my luck is set up um Ugh. my results took like nine days or some shit to where it was like okay now they're nothing like now i need to get retested because it took so long but everybody else i know that went through them got them within two days my so my brother usually takes about four days okay. to get them okay that's average not bad. yeah but i mean if you want to shell out the 165 that place in martinez they will if you want to wait the 20 minutes they'll call yeah. your name and hand you your paperwork if you're feeling sick i could see how that would be yep. worth it you yep. know for peace of mind oh yeah because i was like 
fuck. Yeah, that would really be fucked up. You know, my main concern is the baby. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... That's what I think about. Is the baby. Every yeah. time is the baby. Is yeah. the baby. And we're really, really careful and cautious. Our circle is very fucking small. Yep. Very small. Like... Yep. I felt bad because last night, um, you know, my son is with us right now. Like he he comes, you know, every other month or something and he'll spend a couple of weeks with me lately because he's not working. And, um, you know, he leaves and he'll go smoke with his friends, probably the same people. But I'm not, you know, down his throat about it like I probably should be like, who are you being around and all that? I told him before, don't be going out and shit. But mm-hmm. every day he leaves to like go smoke, whatever comes back. And Bunny was like, I think I should be able to see like two friends if they're safe and if their families are safe because Stingers leaves every fucking day. She didn't cuss. I wish she would have. But <laughs> she was like, you know, he leaves every day and he comes back and you don't be saying nothing to him. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, I need to tell him. So I texted yeah. him last night and I was like, you're not about to be doing that. Like, yeah. and it's unfair because I can't let her see her any of her friends right, right. now. So you have to stop doing that. And if you get us sick, it's fucking curtains for you. So then Mona, we're in a group text and Mona was like, okay, this was a really serious moment until you said it was going to be curtains for him. Like, how are we (laughs) supposed to take that seriously? And I was like, no, I'm fucking serious. But you know, you can't like you, you can't can't leave and then come back in our house. And I know you're probably not wearing a mask with your friend. He does wear a mask. That's a good thing. But it's like, you know, if y'all are smoking, and you know, sharing yeah are y'all burning each other's spit or, or do you have private personal blunts you and know you like talk i talk and hit it yeah i, I doubt that i feel yeah. like they're probably sharing i don't know but he can't keep doing that so no I'm gonna, um make sure he saw my text message because he didn't respond <laughs> he was like we're gonna have a little talk yeah he probably has it on do not disturb <laughs> yeah he hit he put hide alerts mute, yeah <laughs> mute the group text um but I'm going to talk to him about that today because that is serious. And it made me feel bad for her just this late in the game yeah. having to keep explaining that, you know. And I told her, she's like, well, you see your friends. And I'm like, Auntie Crystal don't fucking count. I'm sorry. Right. She don't. And it's not like we're hanging out, you know. Like, I haven't seen any of my fucking no. friends. Like, we keep our circle very small. And I had to remind her, like, yeah. podcast shit. And then, you know, family. I said, you know, I had to get Mimi and them's test results to me before we went over there. You see how long we went without seeing and them yeah that's another thing we finally saw them this weekend and exchanged our christmas gifts and shit was it nice yeah it was hella nice oh good Um, i know your mom was probably so excited to see you guys we spent the night one night bunny stayed two my mom's like you don't have to leave and i'm like you just want pp like cut it out but i went home because you know i want to be home (laughs) and your nest yeah after my first night i had came home and bunny stayed bunny got like an electric guitar for like a really nice one with the amp and shit so she excited yeah and i'm like please just stick with it because i'm like an instrument a sport like something i want y'all to do something something so yeah hopefully you know she's gonna stick with that she was really excited about it the guitar is a good instrument to know how to play yeah i think that and like piano that was my suggestion because i always wanted to learn it yeah but she wasn't interested excuse me but um whatever yeah that was nice we saw them um what else was I going to say about the testing shit? I have an, uh, well, my update on my dad. Oh, what's going on with him? So, I forgot to ask you the last time I was, last week, I forgot to ask you. So no lung cancer. Which is great, right? Yes, but, so he has two things. 
on top of the 900. So he has something called adrenal insufficiency that I was telling you, um, your adrenal glands are what make your body's cortisol. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and then if those get fucked up, if it's left untreated, you can die. Oh. Um, but that is why he has lost so much weight in the last 10 months. Oh. It's why he's sleeping a lot more. It's, um, it's why he has like brain fog and shit. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're going to put him on some steroids for that. Okay. And then remember they found a golf ball sized mass in his lungs. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's mold. Mold. Bitch. Mold. Yes. How does that fucking happen? I've never heard of that in I my life. Don't exactly fucking know. There's a name for it. Um, they're sending him out meds for it. Are they going to remove it or will it just like disintegrate with medicine? My mom said they could remove it. I want to see it. Yeah. It's mold. How gross is that mold? Are you a corpse? You know, before, <laughs> before he is a walking fucking Are you a corpse. walking talking corpse? Remember before March when I went and gutted the fucking mobile yes. and had it redone, like I, I actually had to pay to have the f- wooden floors redone, not just padding and carpet and hardwood, but like shit, the actual right? floor fucking base. Yeah. Um. Remember how gross it was in there? Yeah. It it was disgusting. And he's been living like that for. So maybe breathing Shit, mold? Seven years? Like getting mold maybe. spores in your lungs? A lot of moist. Ew. Moist. One Ugh. of my bitches had a yeast infection in her throat before. Yeah. In her throat and chest. And she didn't know what the fuck it was. It wouldn't go away. She was having so many complaints. I don't remember what the symptoms were. But I know she went to the doctor finally and they were able to determine that she had yeast. And I was thinking, bitch, how does that happen? That's another thing. Like, what? (laughs) You can get a yeast infection, like, anywhere on your body. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really gross when you think about it, huh? Yeah, it is. It's fucking gross, so. Mold and yeast in your chest. Yeah. Fucking gross. The good thing is, both of the adrenal. But they know what it is, so that's good And they both can be treated. Good. So. That's really fucking good. Much better than fucking You can go back to being mean to him. Absolutely. (laughs) Smacking him around. Good time. He's been a piece of work. He's actually hasn't been that bad lately. As long as I keep him stocked with them edibles. Yeah. He's happy. Yeah. Is he able to, like, go without coughing for any longer? Because... Last time I saw I him, know. he was, like, hacking constantly. Couldn't fucking... I was like, do you want water? Like, That's the only good thing about this is that... Oh, it's making him smoke less, Yes. Too. So yeah. he's went from, like, three packs of cigarettes a day down to, like, a pack and a half. Yeah. Which, two. That mold is blocking the nicotine <laughs> consumption. <laughs> it's a good thing. That mold Jeez. is being a hindrance. Mm-hmm. Which, good. So... At least, you know, we don't have to deal with fucking cancer because. Yeah, yeah. That would have sucked so bad. Yeah. Especially right now. No, thank you. During COVID and shit. Yeah. Fuck. So. Um, That's a good thing. So the other day, you know, I've I've built my credit. Um, You know, I got it good. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, it took me like two years to do it. And one of the ways I started was I had got a secured credit card through a bank. Mm-hmm. 
And um, it dawned on me the other day, like, I have hell of credit cards now. And, like, my credit score is good. So, like, yeah. I don't fucking need this. Like, I use it. I just have, like, my my phone bill on auto pay going to that card. Yeah. Right? And I just keep paying it off. But I'm like, it's my money on there. I don't, you know, I don't need this. So I was like, well, what do you do? Because I didn't really think about it. Um, but I called them and I was like, hey, like, there's, I don't really need this anymore. Um, can I upgrade to a unsecured credit card with you guys now? Um, how does that work? So the guy tells me um, he, he got my information, like my income information and all that kind of shit. And then he was like, OK, um, you'll get something in the mail in like seven to 10 days. And I was like, what? Because that usually means no. When yeah. when you apply for any kind of credit card, you get told that. that They're means like, no. we'll give you a decision in the mail. And then the decision's always no. Yep. Right. So yep. otherwise they give you card info right then and there. Yep. So I was like, what? So I was all confused. And then I checked my mail the other day and I had a check for the amount for the $300 that was on that card uh, and then I get and a new card came so I guess they approved me for oh, the cool. credit card portion but I don't know like what the I didn't call yet so I don't know like what the limit is and I gotta read like what the interest is and all that kind of shit but um yeah it worked so that's fucking great I'm a credit manager credit repair specialist right um <laughs> well you know when right before I went to buy my car remember I told you I um there was one thing on my credit report in collection from some years ago. And I remember how you said, just fucking Did it dispute come it. It's gone. <gasps> See? So then, you know, I have my car payment on there. Yeah. And then two months later, um, I have a Capital One card. Good. I, I now have, so I have a Capital One card. I have another credit card. I have another uh, MasterCard. Um, I have a Visa card. Good. A Macy's card. And I have good credit. Good. I have good fucking credit. And it took, I don't know, six months. Yeah. A year to probably build up good credit. Yeah. But within two years, I was up from like a 530. I think my shit was when I first started and I had no credit accounts. Mm -hmm. So basically, I was like, no credit. I had no credit with a really low score, which is worse than having bad credit. Yeah, no credit's fucking worse. So you have to like start from nothing. So within a two year period, I was already at like a 720 something. Yeah, so I think the best piece of advice you gave is just to dispute everything, regardless yeah, if you if know you, you did it or not. There. Just dispute it. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, the worst so, they can say is, no, we're leaving exactly. it, you know? Exactly. And um, there's like a few little gems in those credit ebooks that I have. The other day, somebody wrote me and I lost the DM. So I posted like, hey, resend the DM. I accidentally deleted it. I think I can't find it. And a few other people had got it from me, the the two ebooks that I mm-hmm. have. And one person wrote me and was like, this shit really works. Like I yes. fixed mine through that. I got these from you a while ago and it works. So I was just like, I'm so happy that it's helping other people because yeah. these two eBooks, um, I'm basically doing $10 a piece on both of them. And that's less than what I paid for them. Um, the person that made them is no longer doing this kind of work. But, but so you've taken her place. I've been her replacement and now I'm the specialist <laughs> and I have all the game. But um, it gives you like little cheat codes in these ebooks. Yeah. What to put on your credit application. So you're basically a guaranteed approval so that you can get your first starter credit yeah. card towards rebuilding your credit, where to go to get the secured card, how much to put like, you know, it gives you right. all the little clues you need. And that shit is for real. So yeah. I get so excited when I when people were telling 
telling me that, you know, it worked for them too. Yeah. And it just feels really good to have good credit. Yeah. I feel and like grown and responsible and, and past all that dumb yep. shit. Cause my shit was bad, bad. And then I, I kind of fixed it and then I bought a house and shit. And then I had a few cars in my name and a motorcycle. And then, um, after my divorce, my shit just was fucked all over again. And I had to wait like seven years for all that shit yeah. to fall off. Cause you know, my house went into foreclosure and it was like major hits on my credit. Right. So I was either going to have to file for bankruptcy or just let the shit fall off. So I just, you know, was like, fuck it. I'm just going to spend cash for everything. Yeah. No credit whatsoever. Couldn't get shit. I, I don't even think I got approved for an Alhambra water account. They were like, They were yeah, like, absolutely no. fucking not. <laughs> oh, you want PG&E? We're going to need you to put a $500 a deposit. Shit, yes. yes. And I was like, water? I'll prepay. Can I prepay for the water? They were like, no, we can't. No, like, you're a uh, fucking liability, <laughs> You're bitch. a delinquent. I'm sorry. No, we don't want your, your type of business. <laughs> embarrassing god it does it makes you feel like fuck yes like you're not a real grown-up with bad credit yeah. credit is really fucking important and it sucks they don't tell you that shit in yeah. school so i try to tell my kids because my son has already let a fucking bank account that he got through i think it's like chevron credit union or some shit through his dad when his dad was working for the refinery mm. he let it be overdrawn and then it went to collections oh, yeah. and like I'm, I'm telling him you're gonna get put in check systems to where you can't open another bank account until you resolve yes. that and they're gonna add on penalties like just fucking take care of it stupid when i was it's young important you it's know it's so important when i was young and dumb before i had kids Girl, I was writing hot checks at Lucky's yes, over yes. for money I didn't have. I did getting too, cash at, back. At Food Max, I yes. did that a few Mass times. Can't go to jail. <laughs> for real. fucking tough. I did it a few times for groceries. Yes. Um, now something that people do, and I wish I had this option, is you can add someone as an authorized user on your credit card, and your good payment history will reflect on their. So you know, essentially, there's you people can that will put their kids. kids. Yes, people I'm, do that for their kids. There wasn't nobody in the world right. to do that for us growing up, so mm-hmm. we didn't have that option. But like, I know a girl. Her mom put her on her card. She has like a seven thirty or something credit score now, bitch. And you didn't have to do shit. Your mom did that for you. Yeah. Yeah, I was telling like Mark. I could do that for my kids now yes. you know what I mean but I'm like I still I need you guys to learn the importance yes. of good fucking credit yeah being yeah. told that you get approved immediately is a nice feeling and yeah. credit is nice because it's like you're borrowing money from yourself yeah. just make sure you pay that shit right make back. sure you fucking pay it yes even if it's just the minimum payment every month just make yeah. sure you pay it not the minimum, though, because then they're going to hit you with uh, interest. Well, I mean, if you pay don't have the off. money that month, you know what I mean? At least make sure you're... Something. Yes. And then pay it off the following month. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it all the way or they might close your shit. Yeah. Leave fucking 10 bucks on it or something. Um. So that's enough credit school. Yep. Um, the honks have lost their fucking minds. Oh, God. <laughs> That shit. I'm not even. I wasn't surprised at all. Like I, not know, at I all. know how rednecks get. I know how fucking crazy they well, get. And you know, I told you I had opened an account on Parlor to just go over oh, there and I forgot see. about that. They're fucking batshit. Some of the fucking are they making plans on there and shit? Because they're saying that Dude. they're gonna. Um, well, now you can't see anything on Parlor because you know they took it off of the Google. Um, 
Well, Apple said they're going to fucking delete it or whatever. They had so many hours to modify and add moderators. And if you they can't didn't see do anything it, on there now, oh. when I try and log, like open the app, yeah, it just acts well, like it's keep thinking. They didn't comply then. No. Apple gave them so many hours to um, prevent the bullshit that was going on, basically. They're crazy to the point of talking about um, Donald Trump is the savior of the new world. Um are you kidding? They're going to hang. He's going to have Mike Pence hung for treason. They were like, saying that they there. They were that chanting shit. that. They were chanting that shit yes. at the fucking Capitol. And did you read that there was somebody, a computer hacker, who got all the fucking info off of Parler, all the tweets made, what was it, the six that they lost their minds? Yeah. Six or seven, something like that. Uh-huh. Got everybody's tweets with or their posts with their... Um, their geotags, all their locations, oh. and they're turning it over. Good. You know, they're investigating. So they've arrested 70 people. So a little over 70 people. I've been reading so many stories about ex-wives that are turning in their fucking yes. ex-husbands that were there acting a fool. And I love it. So they're being charged with a wide variety from like trespassing to assault. But uh, quite a few of them are facing um, sedation charges, which carry a 20 year sentence. Good fucking they were i was wanting them to shoot them they were in there smearing shit okay and blood on the walls on the monuments like you nasty here's how my brain worked when i read that they (laughs) smeared poop this is my immediate thought okay where did they get the poop they shit they squat and shit uh, but i was wondering did they bring it with them was it in ziplocs did they fly with it did they did one do the pooping and the others gather it like a frozen yogurt machine there was people there did they share with their pants down in the capital in the lobby and smearing it how does your butt work like that how How do you you not have stage fright why don't you have butthole stage fright how do you just shit in front of you're in the middle of a riot right and you're like, right. let me poop. This is a different breed of person, of human. This is not the trailer park's finest. These are, um, these are like, they don't even live in the trailer park. Wood fucking cousin loving. People. They have sex with farm animals yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, that kind of shit. And I read that they're investigating quite a few police officers. Hell yeah, but you could tell just by looking at them yeah. in their position and stance. Like I could point out, you're a cop, you're a cop. Yep. I've dealt with enough cops to be able to, you know, they have that look. Yep. So they're investigating some of the Capitol police officers. Yep. Because they allowed them, ushering they were taking them fucking in, fucking pictures with on them camera, and shit. on camera. Yes. yes. With name tags showing, you dumb fucking idiot. They should be fired. Their asses should be put in fucking jail. All that shit. To be quite honest, I'm surprised at the people getting arrested because I didn't think anybody was going to get arrested. I didn't think so either, but Mm -mm. they're like moving um, the... So I read it's the most expansive criminal investigation in history of the Justice Department. Good. Which is fucking huge. Good. There's multiple agencies involved. Yeah, because that's some ghetto-ass shit. Girl. Excuse me. I'm sorry. That was some ghetto-ass shit. And you know... It's like, are y'all dumb? You, the, the, the same people, these same fucking redneck people that think Donald Trump gives a fuck about them, he wouldn't want y'all in his hotel. The same people Ever. that... He's um, not golfing with that you. Think, right. He's not hanging out with y'all. He would never. He even said um, he didn't... He, he liked their enthusiasm and shit, but he didn't like the way that they looked. Of course. He frowns upon trash. Yeah. And I was reading, it was hella funny. The same people that think Donald Trump gives a fuck about them are the same people that think strippers are really interested. You're fucking (laughs) dead on, dude. Come on. 
Come on. To believe a false reality spun by a narcissist who's never been taught to lose with some grace. That's why they did this because they feel like. It was tantrums. It was just embarrassing. Oh my fucking God. Ghetto tantrums is what that was. I was just watching it like, wow, I'm not, I wasn't shocked at all. I mm-hmm. knew that they were going to go to the And I the think extreme. they're still planning shit for next week. They're still planning shit. Armed, armed yes. gatherings. The FBI is yep. putting out warnings and shit. I read that yeah. they are thinking of moving Joe Biden's inauguration indoors because there have been talks of Threats. assassination. Yeah. And then every capital in the United States and every state, uh, there's supposed to be an attack on mm-hmm. inauguration day. Um, the house, I just read the house is moving to impeach Donald Trump yeah. as soon as tomorrow. It's just like, why do you wait to the last 15 minutes the, to do it? Right. The only good thing is if he is impeached and it is voted on and it's and it goes through this time, he will not get his $200,000 a year pension. Good. He won't get his lifetime medical. He won't get a Secret Service detail. His million dollar travel budget a year for the rest of his life. Those are things. Yeah, I don't want to fucking pay for. Yeah, I don't want him. In they there should. In the first I read place. they should denaturalize him so that he just loses his citizenship. You should just get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Go live yeah. on a boat somewhere. Yeah, and I'm don't sure censor him. Go ahead, let him have his fits because it's good for the culture. Yeah, um, and just let him do it from somewhere else. I, you know, Twitter tried to set the example of you know cutting off his platform Mm -hmm. but it's like why didn't you guys do this a long time time ago ago. i'm just not with i don't like the censoring of any kind like i feel like it's too you know of course i don't want to read his shit but it could be looked at as humorous and i just don't want that to set press i like to know what fucking nutbags are doing yeah too yeah i just don't i feel like as um as much as sex workers are being censored and attacked that's just like a fucking sensitive subject for me so i'm yeah. like don't censor anybody yeah if, if you know if they cross the line penalize them in some way but don't censor well, yeah and i i want to know he's so dumb he puts everything fucking out yeah. there i want to know what is done let them tell thinking. on themselves yes yeah that's what i want yes that's what i want too so we'll see what happens with all that as that I unfolds. Know. And then I was reading that, um, you know, some of the house. Um, sta- yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say staff girl house mm-hmm. rep. <laughs> some of the staff there yeah. <laughs> um, are now testing positive for COVID because they were sheltered in a room with, you know, GOP. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. <sighs> locked in rooms hiding yes. from these fucking hillbillies running they had through no the masks. halls. Yeah, running yep. through the halls, refusing masks, spreading bodily fluids. Poop. <laughs> God damn. Poop. It's a shit show, literally. I've never been so angry at somebody that I'm like, you know what's gonna show them? If I wipe poop, <laughs> my poop on them. That's never gonna show them. If you no. guys are ever that angry, it's <laughs> nope. never, never gonna look good on you. Nope. Never. You're not gonna win that one. Fuck no, it makes you look like <laughs> look a fucking asshole. Insane. Absolutely. Kind of slow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. a good look. It's nope. not a good look for anyone. Mm-mm. Don't do it ever. Um, so I have some art coming. Do you? Yeah. I've been, I went out and I bought some materials that I'm going to use and I am going to, yeah, I, I feel like I want, I'm finally feeling a little inspired. Good. Not by this conversation. Right. The poop stuff. <laughs> the but poop. Oh, really? Is I, that the medium we're going with? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> but I am somewhat inspired lately, which is kind of nice because it hasn't been that for yeah. like over a year. Um, so yeah, I have some some art stuff coming, and I'll, I'll post you know like an update about that on my art page, which is dumbass hands. Which I think I'm gonna change the name to something a little more grown up. Um, <laughs> I don't know this week probably, but for now it's dumbass hands. So if you go there, it'll take you there. Um, That's great. I love hearing that. The other day, I thought of you. My stomach was fucked up randomly, really? and I I was kind of mentioning that earlier. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what that could be from. And then after I hung up, I thought about it. And I was like, bitch, you ate a fucking eight ounce block of cheese huh. in two, like two days. Like I ate half of it before I went to my mom's. So good. And then I came back and I ate the other half. And this wasn't non-dairy cheese. This was like real the cheese. good shit. It was Tillamook. Tillamook. <laughs> the was best that. fucking cheese. And I was like, you stupid bitch. Like, that you, extra sharp yeah, cheddar. And you wonder. So it was, I think it's medium cheddar that I had. But it's like, you wonder why you're it's constipated. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and yep. you wonder why your stomach was really, yep. really angry for like a couple days. Yes. Bitch, that's why. Yep. And I do it to myself. I all shamed the you. Fucking. I time. shamed you for how you long? Did. And then just cu- cutting these big hunks of cheese and eating that shit. Knock you, it the fuck off. It's so good. It's. But so, I know better. I know, but it's it's a little bit worth the pain. God. I think it is. Cheese is. Studies have found cheese is more addictive than crack. Yes. As far as your receptors, those and now receptors, I really those want pleasure right receptors now. that we talk about. Those are stimulated more from cheese. So it's yeah. like we're set up. How are we supposed to say no? You meat don't. has never been my problem. I could say goodbye to meat and never turn back. Meat is not my problem either. Cheese? Cheese and ice cream. Now we're discussing addiction. Yeah. Cheese. I woke up at 2 a.m. and ate ice cream. It's my cheese and ice cream are like my go-tos. It's tough. It's tough walking away and just not looking back. Cheese is like an old friend. I'm not strong enough. I don't think I am either. Mm-mm. It's the one thing that I I backslide on. Never eggs. I don't give a fuck about I love eggs. Egg whites. Really, I'm not tripping off that. I could live without it. Cheese it's though. Cheese. I have not met an imitation cheese that I love like the real thing. No, I haven't. And I love all fucking cheese. Scientists, please get on that. If as soon as you guys make one that's comparable enough, we I want will... that more than a good vegan dessert. Yes, we want a good yes, a good cheese. cheese. A good melt, a good consistency, all yes. that. A good flavor. Huh. That I could just take a bite of and enjoy. Yeah, texture is important. There's some good ones out there, but still ain't the real thing. No. It's not. I'm not going to lie. It's so fucking delicious. Um, You know, was it yesterday? It might have been yesterday or the day before. Mark and the girls were watching a YouTuber and... Somebody on the YouTube video did a vape trick with the smoke. Mm-hmm. And I guess what I'm kind r- of trick? Like, like a smoke design? Yeah, and like blew it out and like popped their hands a certain I've way and it made like videos. three O's. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's an art form. So cool. It's a rare art. I got stuck on YouTube for like two hours watching vape smoke tricks. Don't like try a that real with your goddamn cigarette. Fucking trailer loser. <laughs> cigarette and smoke is not going to do that. Let me tell you that never. right now. It's not it's the too same. thin. Yes. <laughs> way too thin. And I'm watching it's this. It's very dense, right? Mm-hmm. It's like how it, it travels slow. It doesn't dissipate. I don't no, know. It's so thick. The vape smoke. Yeah. It looks, and I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, shit, it's purple. Look at that one. It's turquoise. And I goes, they edited the video, mommy. 
you're way too excited. It's not colored smoke. I was like, where do I get this? Because I need that. No. But listen, so one of Mark's cousins had stopped smoking and it went to vaping, you know, mm-hmm. to stop smoking cigarettes. Which is not. He got pneumonia. Not, I was just going to say it's twice not a healthier alternative. No. At all. No. Uh, vaping is equivalent to smoking like a pack of cigarettes opposed to one cigarette. Yes. So do not fall for that shit. It's not an alternative unless <sighs> you're going to use it and slowly slip, step down and then be totally done with it. Unless you buy the solution that's 0% nicotine. That's the only way. It's but even be that is bad for yeah. you because of the moisture. Yeah. It um, causes infections and shit in the lungs. Pneumonia twice in, in like... um an eight or nine month period girl he's back smoking cigarettes and probably never had pneumonia in their life nope see nope yeah vaping is bad bad we didn't know that when that shit first hit the scene yeah everyone was like i'm jumping on this to get off cigarettes Mm -hmm. better off on the cigarettes honestly um i had to laugh the other day my phone never i've reached a point in life where my phone never fucking rings ever I'm ever like, if it rings i'm like shocked. they're trying to sell you a car warranty yeah, or it's the yeah. fucking marriott it's something like that like it never ever rings. it's a good feeling so it's like wow i've kind of like that's good that i've reached that point like everybody just knows i'm a texter um don't call don't if you call it's an emergency that's like what you said before if i call you especially at a certain time yes you know my heart drops i'm going to the hospital again yep you know (laughs) automatically maria's going to the fucking hospital that's the only nine one one's on yes that's the only reason i'm gonna call yes i don't even need phone service i just need text service Right, and remember, there was a period in time in our lives where we couldn't live without talking on the phone. I know, it's crazy how times change. Yeah. Especially with Steve being gone now, like, that bitch never rings. Never. God, he was probably the only one, huh? Yeah, yeah. Him and, like, my sister occasionally. Candy, that's it. Yeah. Nobody else. Now, even she knows to text, so it's like, that bitch never rings. It's kind of nice though it is it's just something nice to notice because that's exactly how i want to live well yeah and and you know sometimes when you have a cell phone it just feels really kind of invasive because somebody has access to you 24 7 yeah and you feel obligated yep. you know i feel you like, have no um, excuse yeah even texting sometimes i feel pressure yep. like if i don't reply right away it's a problem yep when i, I post stop that when i'm you know, put up a post on Facebook or something and there's a screenshot of a text included. The first thing people say is, oh my God, you have 227 unread messages. And I'm like, hell of them are fucking them scam things and from so my what? lives. Yeah. Hello. It bothers me text. because I have to clear my alerts, my notifications right mm-hmm. away. So that's, I mean, I don't care about the number. I just care about having that clear. Little, yeah. I just want it at zero. I just have learned to fucking not see it (laughs) i just don't see it anymore yeah but fuck you know um i was reading something the other day and it had said um when i have free time it's just that it's free time and i want that to just be my peace i don't want to have to to have a conversation with anybody i just i want to be quiet i want to be to myself well you don't know what we got going on right now you know what i'm saying like that's what you have to always consider younger me didn't give a fuck i'm doing emergency breakthroughs on your grandma's phone (sighs) yeah you did on your friend's parents phone (laughs) i don't care who's talking about what 
that I, I don't care if you're running a business from your home <laughs> so for those of you that are like younger generations that don't know what emergency breakthroughs are Jesus it was Christ. a service you call the operator if someone's phone is busy you say hey i'd like to do an emergency breakthrough they ask you your name you could possibly bill it to someone else yep. which i learned um <laughs> It costed a dollar per time. And you tell them and they would put you on hold and then they'd say, I'm sorry, Maria has an, I have an emergency You would be in the middle of a phone conversation. My grandma would be on the phone with a daycare parent and it would, and it goes, beep. Oh, yes. And the operator comes on and goes, hi, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you have an emergency breakthrough from Maria. And my grandma would go, God damn it, Crystal fucking maria's on the phone will you tell her i'm running a fucking business <laughs> and i would do these to anyone that i called Anybody. whose line was busy i don't give a fuck who you are because our grandparents were old and wouldn't get call waiting on the phone right because we could call waiting. even if crystal was at like her friend's house god forbid without me she would call there. i'm calling their house and i'm doing an emergency breakthrough on their phone because my shit is it's supersedes so what everyone else has going on <laughs> I've learned stop that because I want people to not pressure me to talk right now I want to have some time you know like you don't I've learned you don't know what people have going on you don't know what business you don't know how tired they are you don't know what business they're conducting on their phone stop I still can remember the sound of that beep (laughs) yes I'm sorry you have an emergency breakthrough from Maria do you accept I've done them back to back. I remember being like, yeah. they would tell me they said no. And I'd be like, okay. And I'd hang up and then I'd call zero again because you get a different operator and then I'd do it again. Like you're getting off the phone. This is important. I don't give a and fuck it was that nothing. you're watching people's children. It was like, uh, can you come get me so we go to the mall? Or do you, I have somebody yeah. coming to pick me up. Do you want to go to the mall Do you want to hang out later? Okay. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> tell your grandma I'm sorry. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous i would kill bunny so fucking ri- and her can you friends imagine? her and her friends i would be like naya stevie i will rip this motherfucking phone out the wall that's something they used to, my grandma and grandpa used to tell me i'll rip this fucking phone out the of the audacity wall. the fucking audacity oh. we thought we were big bosses oh i got my phone taken out of my room plenty of times and i had a separate phone line and they would wrap the cord around the phone and go hide it in their dresser drawer and i'd be like that's fine because when you go to safeway i'm gonna pull it out the fucking drawer and i'm gonna use it till you get back little do you know i have another one hidden under the bed <laughs> i'm gonna borrow a house phone from the neighbor that you ain't even gonna know about and i'm gonna plug that bitch in and be whispering God. those were the good days kids don't know how good they have it you got your own phone what i remember when i wasn't allowed to use the kitchen phone my grandparents had this train phone it was like a fucking locomotive <laughs> that you hold up to and your you face. lifted the top and it was the top of the train and when it rang it would go woo, woo, and i would sneak that out and plug it in when i got on punishment crystal why is this train in your room <laughs> God, it was like a holiday phone. Yes, it was Asshole. one of the fancy decoration phones right. that I would sneak in my shit. You're like, I'm, I'm talking to boys one way or another, taking this right in my room. Uh, oh my god! So Maria can do emergency breakthroughs all day, all night, all night. Who are you? When I'm on the phone to? with my boyfriend, <laughs> who the fuck? How dare I'm you? I'm like, I gotta go. How dare you be on the phone? Fuck. 
um i was laughing this morning because i realized i miss pee pee when when i'm sleeping Oh, I wake up and I'd be so excited excited to look over because she's very smiley in the morning. Like she doesn't she'll grunt a little bit. She don't cry or nothing. She'll be looking around when she wakes up. So whenever I turn to look at her and she's awake, she's just hella smiley. And I'd be so fucking juiced. And I was just shaking my head like you're ridiculous. That's such a good feeling. though. You're so in love with this baby. Like it's such a good feeling. Yeah. Like I miss her when I'm sleeping. It's so funny. Yeah, I'm, it's it's a very nice feeling. I don't like anybody that much right now. <laughs> I like her so much. <laughs> so fucking great. It's so cute, though. Yeah. And it's totally understandable because she's so great. She is. She's such a great fucking... She just doesn't cry. And Mm-mm. she's just... It's like, no problems. You're so chill. You're so chill and so cool. God answered my prayers. Yes. <laughs> Like, you watch murder shows for hours on end. You're not tripping. Like, if she starts tripping, I know it's a diaper or a bottle that's needed. Or his tummy don't feel good. And that's it. Yep. Like, there's no issues. There's no. Yeah, loves the bath. I can't wait to see if she loves cigarettes. She just is great. (laughs) And Red Bull. She's fucking great. (laughs) She is. I've noticed a a little bit of jealousy with Bunny. A little bit, but I try to, you know, Bunny be like not fucking with me. Yeah. Like she likes to isolate in her yep. room unless I take her phone at night. It's and then age. she'll come. Yeah. And I've noticed a little tinge of jealousy with her. When and you're I'm not looking, like, she fucking pokes pee pee in the face. I know. I know. No, she wouldn't do that. No, she but, loves um, that baby. I tell her all the time, like, pee pee is Bunny. Like, it, I'll, if Bunny's in the room, I'll be like, she never wants to spend time with us just so she knows, like, we want her in there yeah. with us, you know? But yeah. yeah, it's just something I've noticed. Like, Bunny, you don't be giving a damn about me. But now all of a sudden, she tried to tell me one day, you only post pictures of pee pee. I said, you won't let me take any pictures of right. you. I have to fight you and damn near twist your arm to take a picture of you. All three of the girls told me not to post pictures of them. Yes. That's why if you It's been noticed, that for like a year. Yeah, it's been about a year. If you notice, I never post pictures of the kids anymore yeah. because it's not because I don't want to. No, I'm I not just, playing favorites. I respect them telling yeah. me they don't want me to post them just like they, you know, don't want us hella talking about their business on the show right, too right. in depth. And I try to respect that because I know they do have friends yeah. that listen. True. But I, but yeah, it's like I try to give you space, so don't turn around and act like I don't want pictures of you. Yeah, that's what it is. I had to remind her of that. I have to beg the girls. I think the last picture I posted was of me and Naya laying in the front yard, probably like seven months ago. And I had to and beg. you saw what we did at the pumpkin patch. Yep, how we had to fucking scream at them to let us take their picture. Yep. Oh, it, that was a it's night. a fight, you guys. So if you do ever catch a photo of them. Just know I had to work to get it. It was about an hour bribery, worth of begging. Bribery, Probably threatening. Probably had to take them to eat after. Threatening to take phones away if they yep. don't let me. That's what we have to do. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yes, it fucking sucks. Stevie won't even let her door be open in the house. She Bunny always either. wants that door It's closed. always closed. Always. I had to tell her, though, you're not locking the motherfucking door. No, not they're lo- not allowed to You don't to pay them. no bills up in here. Don't I had to pull that it. shit. You're not locking no doors, but I'll let you close it. Yeah, and I don't enter their room without a, a knock first anyways. Just, you know. I do sometimes. Courtesy. I'm always scared, though. Like, don't let me walk in on no masturbating. That's always my thought. L- listen, I know that I <laughs> humped a lot of shit my as a kid. Thought, my fear. I- I'm not taking those chances. Yeah. So I give happens. a little boop, 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 and then I open the door. 
so they know you, I'm coming. You'll get that phone call. Maria's going to the hospital. If I, <laughs> she's if had I another fucking, heart attack. If I ever catch one of them masturbating, <laughs> she's on her way. That's why she's calling. One of those will be coming through again. You never can look them in the eye again. Oh, God. That would be a fun fucking time. I don't want Mm-mm. that. No, thank you. No, so I do a little boop, boop, boop. Do you want to smoke? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> if I can get it together. Wait, what's going on? I don't know. Help me, Jesus. We're going to take a little break. Apparently, on the last episode, when we were talking about shitting, I said, cut my throat and send me to Jesus. And I didn't realize I said it. Like Did you it, really? Yeah, I got posted in the Facebook group and they were like, oh my God, so funny. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, why did I say that? You don't even know him. You just randomly throw shit out. I put everything on Jesus. Really quick, look at my socks. These look like... <gasps> Bitch, those are collector's items. Why are you wearing those? Because I've been wearing them my whole life. They've those survived. are of high value. These are from... I got these for <laughs> Christmas of 1991. And they haven't disintegrated. No. For these are Ultimate Warrior Neon socks. Slipper Socks. <laughs> oh my God. And they're still fuzzy. Yeah, with no holes or anything. Mm-mm. Oh, that they was went with purchase. my ultimate warrior jacket. Right. <laughs> was it satin? It was. I bet. And it was uh, white on the sleeves and then the... Lime green and pink? It had lime green and pink, but the collar had like um, a really bright royal, kind of royal bluish stripe oh. around the neck and the wrist. And then the back was like royal, bright royal, like electric blue background. And then it was like the warrior with his neon green You're and not pink. the ultimate warrior. I know you thought you were. You were. Oh, You're I was going to marry him. You're not. Until I found out he was a huge, huge right wing fucking racist piece of shit. Ew, really? Yeah, that he's dead, though. so bad when you find that out. I know. He was like my childhood hero. Gross. I know. Um, okay. I got a couple cool things. Um... Okay, so first, earlier today, I had posted my little sister, Gabby. Um, her name's Gabarito on Instagram. She's doing these, um, like, drawings of people's pets for $10. Shut up. So I paid her. I reposted it because I know I, I have a lot of animal-loving uh, followers. Hello. And, yeah, and I said, you know, you guys go follow her now because, you know, for a limited time, she's doing it for $10. And um and then I bought one of Dottie and Aww. Bunny. I told Bunny on the way over here, and she was like, "That is not your dog. Why did you do that?" And I was like, <laughs> "She's my dog forever. What are you fucking talking about?" So I'm ex- I'm so excited to get um that when I get it. I'm and excited. I'll share it. But yeah, you guys, if you want one of your babies, go follow her and hit her up her DM. Um, Gabarito. Gabby, get ready. I got a good. <laughs> 13 pets coming your way i thought that's such a cute fucking idea and she really enjoys doing it and like she's good at it it's like a digital drawing i love it yeah so i thought that was cute um 
kind of a weird segue to go into this. Um, <laughs> you're not going to be pleased. Is it wieners? Nah, no. Damn it. Um, you're not going to probably be pleased with it, but I think you're going to be respectful anyway, especially when you see like where I'm going with it. Um, I don't know Great. if you saw this on social media earlier today, but uh, Azalea Banks... We know I love me some Azalea. I did. I saw it. I read it. I refused to go look at it. Yep. So I have the video and I have photos that she had, but she has since deleted. Um, But, you know, it's been like a lot of controversy. I think she posted it like in the middle of last night. So uh, she's come up before. I love me some Azalea Banks. She is very... uh, would She's problematic really be very, the word? Yeah, very um, um, different. She bullies people sometimes. Social issues, too. Yeah, yeah, and she gets wild, you know what I'm saying? Um, I I don't know why I like her. I like her in, like, a motherly Pro- way. Like she I stirs shit. I, and I brush off a lot of the stuff she does, like, oh, she's my toxic daughter, but I still love her. Like, There's been a lot of talk that she has um, unchecked mental illness. Yeah, yeah, there has been. Um, and, you know, she has a lot of unpopular opinions. I do as well. We share that. I feel like that might be why I'm kind of fond of her also, because, you know, even though I don't agree with everything she says, I know what that's like, you know, to have, you know, opinions that people just don't fuck with and you still hold them, you know. So anyway, um, so last night she did post some videos just like tearing up Doja Cat. I don't fuck with Doja Cat because of the whole, you know, race thing that, yeah. she, you know, I get everybody has, you know, their preference choice, whatever. If you like white boys, whatever, that's your choice. Right. Um, I don't like the name calling and that kind of shit that she was, you know, exposed to have been doing. Um Apparently, Azalea Banks just ain't feeling her at all. She was calling her like old white woman face and posted a Damn. whole video of her fucking bashing her like tearing her up bully levels her and meg the stallion separately every comment was like girl take your meds like somebody take her fucking phone like th- no one supports this like this is wrong like you Wait, cannot be body shaming to azalea banks oh telling they were her telling her get to off stop yeah, yeah they were like this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong and i don't agree with that i didn't think that was funny or whatever no matter how i feel about those you know people Right. And she's someone that has also spoke up in the past that like against being bullied, like she feels that she herself has been bullied in a lot of ways. So I was kind of surprised how she still be doing that. But hurt people hurt. people. It's true. It is true. And I've been there. So anyway, um, that's not why I was bringing her up last night. She also posted um, video and pictures. I'm going to be leaving the room of her. (laughs) She basically um, preserved her cat's skull. Um, A lot of people on Twitter and shit were talking about she ate the cat. I read that she She dug the the cat up. Yes. They were saying she she um sacrificed the cat she ate the cat all this shit that's not fucking the cat was already dead the cat had been dead she loved that cat yes um she's moving okay so the situation is basically she's moving she didn't want to leave the cat there i can understand that you know you want to move if you have a strong bond you might want to take it with you and it's not far-fetched and weird to want to preserve um you know a skull or a body or taxidermy is a huge industry it's a huge thing and that's my whole fucking argument so 
you know, she she did it in a ritualistic way. She has been known to practice um, Santeria and other things. She po- she was in the I read media. Hoodoo. Is that true? Hoodoo? Um, no, I didn't know. She's oh, she's in that. a Palo religion mm-hmm. and, you know, she practices um, uh, witchcraft, a lot of shit, yeah. uh, brujeria, a lot of shit. So she was in the media uh, maybe two years ago or something it was when she posted video and photos of her closet because she had been sacrificing chickens. And inside the closet was hella blood splatters and feathers. And it was like three years worth uh, that of mess that she was cleaning up. I thought it was funny um, because, you know, the reactions that people got. And of course, it's like, that's why you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like to get reactions or whatever. Otherwise, why share it? Right. She hadn't cleaned it in three years. Well, the floor didn't look. Yeah, basically, it was it was splatters. I just thought about smell. It was splatters and and feathers everywhere. And people were just like, what the fuck is her landlord going to say? Blah, blah, blah. Like she don't even live in that spot no more. But she posted it. And um, being someone that practices uh, a spiritual, not so common religion, um, I understand sometimes animal sacrifice is a thing i go to a santera that that uh sacrifices animals and will do it for you for a fee um i just feel like you should probably sacrifice people not animals well see i have um lots of mixed feelings about that because if the animal if it's not being wasted okay if you're using the meat and you know if you're using all parts of it i don't see anything wrong with it because they're like a certain type of hunting if you use the full animal well yeah i'm okay with that yeah i mean it to me it's like everybody no one has a problem with eating meat that they yeah. are too coward to kill and clean and prepare themselves right but as long as it's packaged all nice and pretty they have no problem buying it every right. day all day right? right so to me it's like very hypocritical to judge someone that does the work themselves right right um so I don't know, like, if, you know, she's using all parts of it or whatever. But to me, I'm like, that's your fucking choice. And especially in a religious context, I'm never going to judge. You know, that's your choice. That's your practice. And just I, I watched a whole fucking docu-series or documentary on Prime. I forget the name of it. I might have said, like, some episodes back. I'll look it up. But it's on Prime, and it's about the taxidermy industry. Yeah. And I will say everyone featured was fucking white. And there's there was no backlash about that. You know what I mean? So, you know, I made a comment on Twitter, and I was like, it's really fucking racist the way that people are criticizing her and the way she chooses to practice. Because if she was choosing to stuff her cat and did video of her preparing the body for that no one would have anything to fucking say about it as the hugest animal lover in the world i will say the cat was already dead do whatever you want with it it wasn't being done in a malicious way to to hurt the cat or abuse you know what i mean it's not done for that so it's like whatever she chooses you know she was saying like you know the cat is a warrior blah 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 she ended up using the skull in um like an arrangement um for her religious practice it that's be very careful with what you criticize when you're talking about someone else's religion i'm just that's just another reason why you should keep that shit private so that nobody so that you don't open the doors to people's fucking comments and shit you know but then also it's like why should i have to keep it private if it's something i'm proud of you know what i mean 
Um, so it's like, I just think people should really be careful with what they talk about because, you know, society, basically white people have told us and taught us what is acceptable versus what's not acceptable. And demonizing African religions has gone on for so fucking long trying to eradicate and eliminate these African practices. It's like, but taxidermy is fine. You know what I mean? So I just look at it like that. Like it's hella fucking racist to to talk shit and make hella jokes about her and what she's doing. Um, she wasn't doing it in an abusive way. Right. I, um, I'm not a I'm not a fan of Azalea Banks, but I will say in this situation, the cat was already fucking dead. Leave her the fuck alone. Yeah. Leave her alone. Yeah. And hello, this is coming from somebody with a house full of fucking right. animals. And we all know I'm the biggest animal lover. I also will say... I don't like the idea of animal sacrifice, but I I don't like that in general, not pertaining to religion, but Mm -hmm. in life in general, I I don't want to see an animal harm. She didn't, um, but again, she didn't sacrifice. This was the cat that she loved. So yeah, it's a totally different um, scenario for what she chose to do after the cat passed away. If she wanted to make, do you remember in the 80s when it was so popular to carry rabbit key foot? Yes, I I have one tattooed on my leg because when I was little, I had a purple one with a gold chain. were very popular a rabbit's foot they were cool i have one tattooed because when i was a little kid it was so common they were now it's like yes and now it's like absolutely not like that's that don't fly here no more and um you're right a lot of african spirituality was eradicated and they were not allowed to practice especially forced fucking christianity forced christianity they're like no you fucking read this man-made fucking bible right Blah, blah, blah. I absolutely agree in that sense where when it comes to religions, although I don't. Just be respectful of everyone. Yes. Even if it's not for you, be yes. fucking respectful. Because that Even ain't your the Bible place. and fucking Jesus and. Everybody. Yeah. And the joke. I have we, opinions we on everybody. Yeah, and we make jokes sometimes because, I mean, Christianity was part of colonization. So that's yes. kind of a whole different argument. Yes. But even then, I try not to be disrespectful to to what anybody chooses to right. practice. You know what I mean? It, it may not right. be for me, but, I'll you know, that's, that's your fucking choice. Right. Yeah. I give a fuck more about if you're a kind human being and what you're... you're your morals say about you more so than what gods you pray to or how you pray to them. Right. And I do agree. She was getting fucking tore up and it was kind of, it was definitely unnecessary. She didn't fucking slice the cat's throat. Plus this is like, why are she y'all loved so shocked? that cat. Yes. But like also, why are y'all so shocked? This is someone who has done blood rituals and posted it. This is someone who posted the chicken stuff. Like this is someone who right. shares a lot about rituals and shit more than I ever would, you know, right. like, um, she's very open about all of it and like i said that could be oh you could want a reaction or you could be proud like who's to say maybe you she's never doing know it with because, her yeah she might just be proud and want to display it as a sign of respect like you have to fucking respect that i just i'm very um i just don't like judgy people and people judging shit just because it's not their flavor you know what i yeah. mean like that's not anyone's place and especially because shit like that is ancient ritual right for a lot of cultures right be and, respectful <clears throat> of fucking cultures 
And taxidermy is a booming fucking it's industry. It's a huge fucking industry and it always has been. And just it made me immediately think of that fucking documentary because everybody was white and it was looked at as a pure fucking art form. Yeah. And a lot of these animals, um, you know, were captured. Exotics were captured and shit for the cause. So it's like and it, it may not even huge yeah, problem with that. But they weren't frowned upon. You know what I mean? They're documented as being fucking artists. Trophy and, hunters. Exactly. You don't eat fucking giraffes and yeah, elephants yeah there's you people bitch. that have animal heads on their wall and that's like not that looked shit. at as being fucking you you never see people tearing them up you know what i mean like um well you do like animal activists and shit but it's like not Me. looked at so crazy the right. way they're treating her and it's a racial thing it is it is it really I is you're say, demonizing is. that shit don't do that it is i will agree with you absolutely it is yeah um, um, I did read that she hella loved that cat. Yeah. And it, it died on its own. Right. You know. She had it buried. Yeah. Like she's planning to move. It makes total sense. She even, that's not an ass- assumption. Someone actually put that comment under one of the posts that, hello, she's moving and she wanted to take it with her. She pinned that comment purposely so that people yes. could see it. So it's not just me making that assumption either. You know, when we moved out, speaking of buried animals, when we moved out of my childhood house i'm not exaggerating when i say we probably left oh fuck don't you even say like 30 pets oh god probably closer to 40 you know my grandparents lived in that house since 63 and we moved out in like their pets the early 2000s so over 40 years of pets that we were rescued you know we rescued shit so Girl, there's dogs, snakes, birds, lizards. If them to me, I totally get if Dottie died where I live now and I had her buried there, it would not be ridiculous in my mind to dig her up and want to take her skull. If we that would ha- not be crazy to me. I no. have I've, this is I bought I have a necklace with a bird's head on it. I have a cat jaw on a fucking necklace that I've gotten from somewhere else. Like I have um, animal carcass type, you if, know, artifacts. We have both of our dogs cremated on the mantle. It's no yeah, different. Yeah. It's their cremation. If you have a, bon- a bond and you, you know what I mean? It's if just- I was to move, uh, you know, if it was only two animals buried in my childhood home and not 500, I would take them with me. But right. there were so, fu- there was no way. Too many. I know that whoever the new owners are, if they ever dig that backyard <laughs> up, they're going to be like, what? This is the- a pet, pet cemetery. Sem- Absolutely. You need to go tell them. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope you're having fun. I have, um, some uh while we're on the subject of death and shit so mm-hmm. <clears throat> i was in that facebook group i invited you to it by the way but i don't think you've been on yet Mm-mm. so it's true con- crime our morbid curiosity and somebody lately there's been a lot of questions like do you know a serial killer do you know a murderer are you friends with a murderer blah 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 shit like was that. this um the same one that you found out about the corpse rash yes okay so <clears throat> Somebody had posed the question. There's been a few threads like this asking about writing to a serial killer in prison. Mm-hmm. And and weirdly, there's like this huge. Well, not weirdly, but it's very there's a huge fascination with writing to fucking. Yeah. Death I row would, inmates. I would have hella questions if they would Listen, respond. So 
I always assumed they would get flooded and not respond to me. That's why I've never thought to to try to do that. So there's a podcast uh, host who is in the group and he had commented and he has a true crime podcast. Okay, hold on. Before you go further, let me just ask this question because I heard an advertisement. I was watching, listening to an old podcast earlier Mm -hmm. while I took a bath and there was an ad for a podcast that involved an answering machine. Is this it? No. Okay. No, but that sounds kind of cool. I'll tell you about that one when you're you're done. So it's a true crime podcast. And they've actually helped solve a few cold cases and shit. Mm -hmm. So the host is in the group and he comments. And I guess one of the things that he does um, in general and because of his show is he writes to death row inmates on behalf of victims' families. Mm. So he commented and he said, I highly recommend you never do it. He said, if you do still choose to do so and not heed my warning, let me tell you, you use a fake name, you use a P.O. box, you don't give any real info about yourself. He said, I don't don't even tell people you like to read books if you like to read books. He said, just make up a fake person. What? And he went on to say that. My eyes are huge. I'm like, why? So he went on to say that most serial killers don't normally have a high IQ. However, they are skilled in the art of manipulation. Have you ever heard about, and then he went on to mention a book called, and he referenced, he said, um, The Last Victim. Have you heard of that book? Mm -mm. So there was a movie based on it, and it was called Dear Mr. Gacy. So, you know, I went and looked up the book, Mm -hmm. but I'm too impatient. And so I found the movie on Amazon Prime. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually on Tubi, right? Yeah, so I have has, that. Okay, so it's called Dear Mr. Gacy. Mm-hmm. It takes place in 1994. It is a true story that is based off this book. A college kid, this white boy, for his criminology class, goes and tells his professor he's going to write to a few serial killers for his paper. Uh-huh. Well, he writes to John Wayne Gacy, Um, He writes to Richard Ramirez, uh, Charles Manson, and each time he writes to them, he takes on kind of a new persona so that he can garner their attention and up his odds of them writing back to him. Uh So the one he really hooks in is John Wayne Gacy, and he does so. um, He writes to him initially. John Wayne Gacy sends him back just a, a very generic typed out questionnaire, and it's like... Um, what are your interests? How's your relationship with your parents? What do you do for fun? How often do you masturbate? Shit like this. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm going to write them. So the whole <laughs> time this kid, I, I say kid because he's like 18 or 19, mm-hmm. has it in his mind that he's going to have the upper hand and he's going to get information out of Gacy that the FBI couldn't get out of him. You know, he's he's smarter than all the psychologists and shit. So... He develops like all 18 and 19 year olds yes. think. Mm-hmm. So he develops this correspondence with John Wayne Gacy. Pretending that he's someone else. So he basically, John. Uh, so he's he, the smart guy, right? Yep. So he basically makes it seem like he has a shitty home life. His dad hits on him. He's a poor student. Um, he's thinking of starting dancing to hustle up money. That instantly grabs Gacy's attention. He's like, because you know, Gacy's victims were young boys. Young boys. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know, uh, John Wayne Gacy was arrested in 1978 and they found 33 bodies buried under the floors 
of his home and five more in a body of water. So Gacy starts telling him, yeah, I want you to basically go ho is what he says. Try it out. And he starts trying to pimp him. And he's like, and I want you to tell me your experience. So this kid really goes to the part of town where they do that. He ends up meeting a dude. uh, He really does it? Yes, he meets. He doesn't really hoe himself, but uh-huh. he meets a young male to find sex out about worker. his experience. Yes, or something? yes. Okay. So that when he writes Gacy, it, it seems more accurate. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, he does things like this throughout, and then at some point, and they, and then Gacy gets his phone number and calls him. He never gave Gacy his phone number, but Gacy got his phone number. So. Gacy then starts saying that he's interested in his little brother. He wants to know about his little brother. He wants him to go play wrestle with his brother. And he might his brother might not like it at first, but then his dick's going to get hard. And then he can just suck his dick and tell him about it. So this is really fucking gross. So he lies to him and says that, yeah, he did that with his brother. And so in this kid's head... He's thinking he, he has, has the, the upper, upper hand, hand and he's just doing this to go along with Gacy. But what ends up happening is he is absolutely master manipulated by this fucking mass murder, this serial killer. Oh, my God. And is this a true story? At 100 <gasps> percent. You can Google this what? fucking poor dude. So listen, this happens in 94. He started his, corp- his correspondence with John Wayne Gacy uh, six months before he was set to be executed. He actually, John Gacy is like, I want you to come visit me. So he goes to visit him. And Gacy has all these files on the table. And spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you guys the end of it. So if you don't want to know, fast forward. So he goes to visit Gacy. And Gacy has all these files and photos and paperwork on um, on the table in there. And they have lunch together. And, and in his head, he still thinks he's fucking, you know, the good. smarter one. And John Wayne Gacy fucking snaps on him. The guards aren't paying attention. He fucking start attempts to rape him the guards come in in time (gasps) yeah oh my god so this happened in 94 right Uh uh-huh my stomach is making so much noise i heard it he got an a on the paper he better had uh john wayne gacy was executed but this whole experience because john wayne gacy was able to mind fuck him so bad dude kills himself (gasps) oh he fucking killed himself like 10 years later Oh, my God. Yeah, and so that's why it's called The Last Victim. It's wild. because you're responsible for his death, too. Yes. I'm going to watch that tonight. Yes, Dear (gasps) Mr. Gacy. And then the book is called The Last Victim, and I hella want to read the book. That's fucking wild. To watch it. I mean, it's not... um, The movie was pretty good, but to watch it and know this whole... That everything is fucking true, you're like, what the fuck? fuck oh my god that's like very creepy right i'm gonna i'm gonna watch that for sure tonight so that's why that guy was like i highly suggest one of the reasons you don't fucking write one of them and if you do yeah pretend you're somebody else and don't get close no go on fucking visits and shit no or accept phone calls i could see that though being fascinated you know um i could see that i would almost probably fan out if like a serial killer wrote me back i would be like oh my god right yes i'm gonna come see you so i could fucking talk about this isn't that fucking nuts yeah that seems like it would be a um cool experience in a very dark way you know yeah 
Yeah, it was it was wild. Got more I than really want to read the book. For. Yes. Damn. Yes. Did you order the book? Not yet, but I want to. I hella want to. Yeah, you should read the book. Um other i guess celebrities that i have to talk about <laughs> lana del rey lana del what's her name lana del rey yeah her i haven't heard anything about she's her she's fucking annoying i already didn't like her and i thought she was very like Bleh. but <laughs> um she is kind of in the media right now because i guess she made a comment in an interview it ended up being like a really long discussion and her version she says that like she wasn't defending donald trump or in any way saying that he didn't mean to incite riots and shit with that all that shit that happened Mm -hmm. but she i guess she explained it like she was saying people that have um this like narcissistic whatever personality and these problems and shit sometimes they don't realize it and i guess it got taken a whole other way so some publications had wrote about her poorly kind of saying that she was defending him almost So there's been some videos that she released just like trying to clear that up or whatever. But um, I also read about like her cover. She just released a new project Mm -hmm. and the cover has like some women of color um, on the, you know, the cover art. And then she's like in the center and it looks kind of like they're dressed up from the 50s or something. They have like updos and those kind of dresses and then pearls on and shit. Mm -hmm. And they were saying that she's like tokenizing like black women and shit. And like she's the only white woman that's on the um cover and and you know they're like around her and just like kind of digging deeper into that into Uh like you know just the the overall picture itself so she posted it and on her instagram i think she since deleted it but there was like a weird i don't know if it was a caption or a response but she wrote it in a way like she was replying to someone that like called her out for that and Mm -hmm. basically it ended up being like paragraphs long of her in a nutshell saying i have black friends too oh, fuck. and i'm like this bitch like don't you have people to help you write shit or whatever as a celebrity like because you obviously aren't like um up to speed enough to know not to word certain things yeah. that way and how bad that fucking looks but i guess if that's truly how you are you can't help it but let that show you know but um the whole rant just kind of basically said i have black friends too she was like um some of which are my personal friends and i have friends of all colors like some darker than others what (laughs) what where are the pr people where are they just tell her shut up shut up that's twice in one week. Let it Some disappear. Some bullshit. Yeah, just don't talk. And the video with her, like, explaining the Trump shit, she's in, like, a dirty bedroom. She's hiccuping. She looks like shit. She has, like, um, eyeliner on that looks like it's days old. It's, like, all off in the corners of her eyes. And I'm looking like, is this bitch drunk? Like, what is, <laughs> who is, like, letting her talk? Who's letting her, shut up. John, take Lana's fucking. <laughs> take Lana's phone. Get her fucking computer. No <laughs> internet off, for cut her. Cut off the Wi-Fi god damn i was like this fucking bitch so yeah just making it worse yeah that i thought that was gross um and then uh today i read about you know bruce willis is a hardcore republican what so i didn't Don't know ruin that. my dream that's a known fucking thing and i didn't know that right but everybody's like duh he's been a hard i did fucking- not know that Yes. 
So apparently, um, I've read before that he's an asshole on set and people don't like to work with him. And he's like one of those arrogant, very fucking rude people, celebrities that um, people just aren't very fond of and don't like to work with. I've read shit like that before. I think somebody even called him out in um, like an acceptance speech or statement. You know, that really sucks because he's one of them. Uh, he was one of my childhood crushes, Bruce Willis. And in film, he seems likable. Like, you know. Um, I've always loved him. Yeah. Him and Nicolas Cage. Pulp Fiction. Like, I liked him in that. And Why'd you fucking do this, Bruce? So, apparently Loser. he's a massive dick. Huge fucking asshole, right? Um, today, he was at a Rite Aid, okay? A fucking pharmacy in Los Angeles. Had a bandana tied around his neck obviously for masking purposes right you would think no so an employee so he was playing wild west with it i guess or fashion fashion? so a real hero which was the rite aid employee told him hey you need to pull that up over your face or whatever asked him politely cover your face cover your mouth or whatever you're inside he fucking refused threw a tantrum and left without buying his purchases his fucking dude, and I'm like, really? Of, of all times, like you want to have a tantrum right now? First of all, L.A. We know L.A. is on fire with fucking COVID right now. It's so bad. But you're at an L.A. pharmacy of all places. You know, like people could be sick, compromised immune system, like all this you're shit goes through my head. These fucking workers. God forbid you're asymptomatic or whatever, and you could be infecting everyone in there, but you're a dick. You have one already. That's like walking in with a mask on my chin and being like, no, I'm not doing it. Like you could have literally pulled that up over your nose for whatever the five, 10 minutes that you were in the fucking store, but you wanted to be a fucking dick and refused and threw a fit, didn't buy your shit and left so now he's canceled yeah i i would have canceled him a long time ago had i known he was a fucking yeah a huge unkind prick yep but to that's just fucking dumb <laughs> yeah i was like titled bitch yeah that's unfortunate to fuck you mr willis fuck off we don't like that I hate that shit. <laughs> Her dude. face, she looks really disappointed. I am. I, <laughs> Sorry. You and the Ultimate Warrior can rot in hell. Yeah, sir. seriously. We don't like you anymore. Fuck. Um, speaking of people that I do like, I just want to say a couple quick thank yous. Um, oh, yeah, we have a few. Uh, listener Shannon, she sent the girls, she sent PP and Bunny tie dye shirts, Aww. crystals um that was so fucking nice and joyous lashes oh my fucking god i got like four packages all shit for pp couple things for <laughs> me and and some kind words about the loss of my friend steve but oh my fucking god so much shit for pp it's ridiculous so sweet. um i want to say a huge thank you to both of you guys that was really thoughtful and sweet um we have a couple other things that, uh to read and open really quick together. we're both dickheads um last week we forgot to tell my brother richard happy birthday oh my god happy birthday richard happy birthday motherfucker <laughs> happy birthday fucking dicks <laughs> so so happy that. birthday to him fucker um well while we're on it do you want to do birthdays yeah let's just do them and then we can continue yeah do the other shit okay you have some birthdays mm-hmm. Mm-mm, i gave them to you or I sent oh, you. Oh, did know. you? Remember I sent you. Okay, hold on. 
I'm going to read one. Um, my coworker Jenna's birthday is January 18th. If you guys can shout her out, I'd really appreciate it. We sit in our cubicles all day giggling like idiots. Just <laughs> think of SpongeBob and Patrick in class together. <laughs> Listening to you guys. We love you and I love her. This is from Mowgli. Happy birthday, Jenna. Happy birthday to you. Um, Hope you're sucking it easy. And going to bed. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's the only birthday I have. Yeah, I think it's it. I have some other write-ins, but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Richard. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you to our patrons. You want to do that, too? Yeah. We have some new patrons to mention. Yeah, let me... Uh... And we also have another round of the welcome boxes that are going out soon. So if you are part of the $20 tier, you will be getting a nice gift in the mail from us. Okay, so new patrons for new friends. We have Lauren R. and Flamingo. And then for friends that have seen me naked, we have Bianca. And then for friends that will bail me out, we have Lida D., Jillian Aptagon, Lindsay Gutierrez, and Sarah Flores. Thank you guys so you guys. fucking much. So much. Love you. Um, what else? I was going to mention something. I have a few clients that are following me. I don't think they've been a problem. Let me think about this. No. <laughs> I think the ones that have been a pushy problem don't actually follow me. I kind of wish they did before I have this conversation. But um. I just want to know who is still seeing people, sex workers right now, and not requiring their clients to get tested or to provide some kind of test results. Now, I do know there are situations where you get desperate and you need fucking money. And it's like, if you got to take a chance, sometimes you got to take a chance. I've been there. But right now, you know, I'm hella scared. I'm being hella cautious. And my regulars know I have a newborn at home. Right. Well, uh, not really a newborn, but a baby. Um, a couple of them have been really pushy. And mm -mm. one of them, I had a whole back and forth exchange the other day. And I was like, hey, you know, I can give you the number if you can just get tested. I would appreciate it. I haven't even seen my own mother in like over a month because, right. um, you know, they tested positive. I was like, hella members of my family have it. Um, I really need you to get tested because I asked first, did he? And he was like, no, but I live with my parents who are older. And so I'm being super careful. You don't have to worry. And I'm like, no, it's no, not I that. No, I am worried. Yeah, I'm, it, this isn't like um, me just taking your your word for it. Like, I, I need to see some results. Right. So I was like, I'll totally give you the number of like a place you can it's call. It's fucking free. He wouldn't fucking do it. Oh, no, nah, he doesn't and deserve shit. And I was shit. just so fucking frustrated. And then another one, kind of the same situation, he kind of blew it off. But the other one was more like trying to convince me, mm -hmm. which was even more insulting to right. me. Because I'm like, and then it just made me think, like, who's seeing people and, and not asking this? Like, because they almost made me feel like I'm doing too much by asking. Bitch, I'm not doing too much. Everybody should be asking. Everybody. Even if you can't demand it or require it, like, um, you need to at least ask so people aren't hella shocked when, when other people do, you know? Right. But I have a feeling, too, maybe they have no one to see because they're being so pushy about it. I don't know, but the shit rubbed me totally the wrong way. And I was just thinking, like, 
this isn't something to be hella casual and careless about. No, it's, it's not. not. Um, so if you can, uh, I know a lot of girls that work do listen. Um, please, for your own safety and for the safety of everybody else and trying to contain this shit, make people get tested. If you got to put off a session for a couple of days so they can get some results, it'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. Don't expose yourself if you don't have to, you know, like... And we, we're trying to free. yeah and we're trying to slow this shit down yeah you can literally google testing in my area whatever you're gonna get an 800 number to call yeah. so yeah that i just wanted to include that for a minute because i think it's really important yeah you're right um we have a lot of write-ins well not a lot lot but we have some that we want to get to yeah we have a couple long um, ones one uh we have a shout out I liked this email address right away. It was um, hellhammer666. Nice. <laughs> but um, uh, hi, my name's Louise, and my <sighs> girlfriend listens to you guys all the time on the road. She even introduced me to your podcast, and I love it. You guys rock. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to see if you guys can do a shout out to her on your podcast. Her name is Kayleen. I hope I'm saying it right. Guzman. She's a wonder mother of three kids she works really hard and such an amazing partner and i just wanted to show my appreciation to her thanks again and can't wait to hear more that's awesome i love that i love that too i wish i had a partner do that for me (laughs) i'll do it for you that's very sweet so yeah shout out to you and mother of three we know how fucking hard Mm. that is that's a lot of work that's some superwoman shit um there was another Sorry, I'm digging through my... Okay, so this one. um, So I've been looking into making an OnlyFans page because I need the money. I lost my job and I'm doing distance learning due to the pandemic. So I'm a full-time mom. I'm just nervous that my kids won't be okay with it. I'm honest with them about everything. And I guess my question is for Potafria, how would you suggest I go about it? How do I explain it to my kids? It's not something I woke up one day saying, this is what I want to do today. I've always wanted to be a dancer and just never did. Help, please. Thank you. Mm. Um, I don't know how old your kids are, so I don't really know how to approach the conversation, but it kind of yeah. sounds like, you think they might find out on their own so you want to talk is that yeah that's what i'm getting so maybe you want to talk to might be school age yeah um i would just see it's hard because it's almost like i need more info like are you guys comfortable with having those kind of conversations about that kind of work um i would just be really casual about it and just be like you know i'm gonna start doing some adult modeling just call it some shit like that and um just be like so you guys in a humorous way i personally i would be like you guys better be careful on them sites because with everything that's going on i have the time now to do some adult modeling which i've always wanted to do (laughs) and i would hate for y'all to come across my profile or you You know want to see mom's tits right (laughs) you know i would make it a joke definitely but yeah you know um make it something like that so it's less awkward make it funny yeah Yeah, that's what I would do. You want me to read this? Yes. Okay. Hi, I'm writing in because I'm needing advice, and I feel like nobody in my life can really give me some unbiased, non-judgmental advice. I'll try to make it short. So to start, me and this guy met at a local bar about three years ago and became good friends. 
I would go have drinks with him or just hang and smoke almost every day. We started sleeping together. We started sleeping together, and at this time, I didn't know too much about him or care to ask because I wasn't taking him seriously. In 2019, he finally confessed his love for me, and by that time, I was already in love with him just in deep denial. Every few months, we'd get together. Every few months, we'd cut each other off, but it would never last long. About four months ago, he hits me up saying he's going to change, be more consistent with me, and put in effort, so we start dating. Up until this point, I think he's max 40 years old. I forgot how old he actually told me he was when we met, and I just never asked him again. We'd always stop talking around his birthday. I think he only has three younger kids at this point. So within the last couple of months, I find out he has eight kids. Wait a minute. Wait. Eight? Yep. Half around my age. I'm 24, so. And he's like 40. She thinks. And after snooping around his place one day when he was gone, I find out he's 50. That is not an age gap I ever thought I could work with or ever thought I could accept someone with eight kids. But here I am, deep in love, and I have no idea what to do. He treats me so well, and he's become my best friend, not just a lover. I can't picture losing him, and I'm just so torn. I can't picture the future I always visualized for myself with a man like him by my side. Help. P.S. Love. Appreciate the podcast so much. Sorry for this long-ass write-in. Um, so he's twice your age and he has eight kids. Of course, I'm not one to ever judge anyone's situation or, you know, um, if it's not like the typical conventional type, you know, um, single guy with no kids and, you know, vice versa, whatever. Um, I feel like, I feel like she's old enough that that large of an age gap is all right. Right. The only thing I'm going to say is if she had it in her head for a future to have children and shit, I don't know how that would work out because he's kind of older. Um, yeah, that doesn't matter, though. I have an uncle that had a kid at like 60 um, and it was his first kid. So, I mean, for the guy to be older, you know, you can still have kids and more so than like a mom having a kid at 60. Um, yeah, I know. Just you know, when the, if the the chances of something ha- you know health wise happening are greater when somebody's older, you know what I mean. I wouldn't rule it out though, based on age. But fuck, he already has um, eight. I would just say, just understand that um, this is someone that's really comfortable with making kids, um, and him <laughs> getting you pregnant wouldn't be a shock. You know what I mean? And it doesn't guarantee you'll be with him, obviously. No. I just dated somebody that had five kids, and it wasn't an issue for me. Um, you know, at the time, I had three. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm not going to judge. I didn't judge, and I don't really think it interfered until I found out he was fucking with his baby mama. But right. other than that, I mean... Um, the amount of kids a person has isn't really an indication of like, I don't know. My me. question would be, does he take care of the eight kids? Because that well, would be yeah, yeah. my determining factor on whether or not I fucked with him, I think, is if he's a responsible parent. Also, if he's 50 years old, his kids are probably grown. She said half are her age, 24. Oh, yeah, so they're grown. So, I mean, um, it's not like that's going to cut into you guys' time 
like Mm -hmm. he has little ones around or anything right I would just, you know, take it slow like I would with anybody else. And yeah. he really likes making kids. So <laughs> decide if you want that and like get on yeah. birth control or something maybe. Or, you know, practice super safe sex because he's really fertile. Yep. Um, yeah. The age thing, though, I don't know. I, I do think it's weird. I At my age now, I wouldn't date somebody that's 25. Mm-mm. So for someone that big of a difference, that old to be dating someone 25, you're like probably like a, um, you know, he thinks you're, you're a like trophy. a young hot trophy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's more it would probably be more that than anything else. I don't know. Compatibility yeah. gets weird. Yeah. Like I had I had like a boy toy kind of fling relationship with someone that is in their really early 20s and to me i felt fucking weird hella weird because i have kids that are like in their 20s right so yeah to me it was very creepy feeling and it's not something i would have went further with yeah i don't know you just got to kind of see how comfortable you are with it yeah good luck um i have one okay Hey girls, first and foremost, I wanted to thank you for continuing the podcast. I know with this pandemic, shit is rough, and I truly appreciate both of you keeping the show going and making all of us laugh in such dark times. I wanted some advice. I'm a single mom of one, always have been. Um, I like to think that I'm a good mother. Also, people always compliment on how well-behaved my kid is. She's five. Um, So that means I'm doing something right. But lately, I've been very snappy with my daughter. I get frustrated easily, and I know it hurts her. I apologize to her, and I try to make things better, but then I do it again. I'm dealing with depression. I'm not working on un- I'm not working on unemployment, but I am taking classes to get a degree. But even then, I feel like a failure. My mom was abusive, and I feel like I'm following in her footsteps. I feel like a shit mom, and I don't know what to do. I guess I just want advice on how to be a better mom slash person. I don't know. I'm going to therapy soon, but I just don't feel comfortable being fully open to my therapist. I don't want her to judge me. Um, so... First of all, congratulations on taking the steps to go to therapy because mm-hmm. that was going to be my first suggestion. Yeah. And acknowledging that it's not right what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think the most toxic shit is when parents do that shit and then they have the attitude like I'm the parent. So that's just how it is. Right. And that's the end all be all. You know what I mean? Um, you're apologizing to her, which people need to normalize apologizing to their fucking kids. For sure. Um you know, I didn't see a lot of that ever growing up and I see it a lot now and I practice it myself now. And, you know, I try to apologize when it's fucking necessary. I fly off the handle a lot. Controlling my temper is something that I've always fucking struggled with. And even though it's gotten better, I still do. But I try to always apologize. And, you know, sometimes me and Bunny have talks and she'll be like, I wish you were nicer about or I wish you were nicer about certain things. And I have to just tell her if I'm being mean about something, it's not because I feel like being mean. It's me yelling because I have to keep repeating something like I try to explain to her where the frustration comes from. Mm-hmm. And while I'm sure she still doesn't appreciate me yelling at all, at least 
I hope that that makes her understand where it's coming from and not like, I don't like you or I'm frustrated with you or I'm tired of you. I want her to know where it's coming from. So like even your kid's five, so that's a lot younger. But even if you just tell her like, um, you know, mommy's having a bad day, it's not you. Like, I'm sorry, I lose control of my temper. It's not you. Like that alone, I think will help a lot. Because if I heard that growing up, you know, that would have helped me. Right. I I would recommend um, not, I I, honestly, it's going to sound really corny and dumb, but before you react to something, stop, no shit, hold your breath and count to 20 in your head before you even react to your child. Like force a pause. Yep. Do it. And then go from there. And it will start to um, give you pause and and make you think, Yeah, you know. I just react. I instantly react constantly um, with strangers in public, with my kids, with whatever. I just, I'm always like, I don't think first. That's always gotten me in trouble. So that's good advice to hear, like to try to force yourself to pause first. Mm -hmm. Because I know for myself, that minute would give me... Um, you know, I know somebody else to think that used to wear a rubber band on their wrist and before they would do it, they would snap it. <laughs> My uncle with Tourette's used to wear a rubber band really? on his wrist and he would pop it when he was getting urges yeah. and stuff. But and then I, there were some times where he would have tics that he didn't know ahead yeah. of time that just happened. But yeah, you're, you're so here's the sucky part. Your baby's five this is the time where things start imprinting on their brains too, where Mm -hmm. they develop memories. Um, I'm really glad you're in therapy and working on it. Yeah. um, And acknowledging it. That it's fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I found a birthday shout out in my phone. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to say, it says, can I please get a happy birthday shout out for my sister Erin. She loves y'all and always texts me about jokes from the podcast. Um, so happy birthday Erin. Happy uh, birthday. Your sister said you are such a good mother and the funniest person she knows. Cute. Very cute. Um, okay. Well I think that's all the write-ins I have right now. I have another one but it's uh, exceptionally long and I'm going to save it for next week. Okay. Um, well, I have a paranormal story that I'll share. Okay. I was watching um, Surviving Death on Oh, my God. Netflix. That's in my notes. Okay. So, have you watched it yet? Only the reincarnation episode because I'm obsessed with reincarnation stories. Little kids that can remember. I hate that you're watching it out of order. I have to. Um, but each episode basically is a different subject surrounding death so like she said there's a reincarnation episode there's a communication from the other side type episode there's two medium episodes yeah yeah so um i was watching it i'm mad it was so short and it was fucking great and it's really i highly recommend it to anybody dealing with grief Mm -hmm. um, because it really softens the blow and it gives you hope that like um, you're going to see your people again. 
Definitely. And, you know, they're not gone forever. And that crossing over. I think I said to my sister, it made me want to, or I might have said it to my mom. It made me want to die. Like it made me comfortable with dying in a way. Yeah. The only other time I felt like that is there's a book um, from Sylvia Brown that I have. I think it's called like communications from the other side or messages from the other side or something like that. I'll have to look when I get home. But that is a book that I read it years ago before my grandma passed. And then I think I read it again when she did pass. And it just made it sound so peaceful and so such a nice transition, a nice, comfortable, welcoming transition that it made me feel super okay with dying. And this series does the same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. So if you recently lost anybody or I don't know, it's just it's good for anybody to watch, really. But um it made me think of this story because one of the signs that they had mentioned was coins, coins mm-hmm. being a way for um, people that are dead to, to communicate with the living. And when I was little, um, I had a room at my grandparents' house and I had like my little twin bed and above it were two shelves and mm-hmm. they were packed with dolls. And then I had this one ceramic. Um, we both had hella fucking porcelain dolls yeah hella dolls and like stuffed animals and stuff and then i had like some um what are those called marionettes or what are they like puppets yeah like those marionette puppets yeah i had like those like a bunch of just like and i had trolls yeah me too trolls (laughs) shit like that right above my bed two shelves one above the other um and one i had like this ceramic piggy bank but it was empty completely empty and i double checked it and that's important for this story. <laughs> so um, basically, I would be in my room alone sometimes. And you know when you drop a coin and it like rumbles for a minute, mm-hmm. like kind of sp- not, I don't know, spins or like makes yeah. that weird noise for a minute before it stops moving. Yeah. That would happen a bunch of times. Sometimes it was always nickels. Sometimes they would fall on my bed. When below. you were little? Yes. Mm-hmm. Not hella little, like maybe nine, yeah. you know? Um, they would fall on my bed. They would ching against each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that happening a few times, and I would hear it when they would hit each other on my bed. Excuse me. And then sometimes it sounded like they were falling from one shelf to the other because they would hit the shelf and make that noise, like they were spinning for a yeah. minute, and then go flat. And then I would get up and look up there and it would be nickels every fucking time. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like we didn't have an earthquake. I didn't have any open windows in that room. Nothing like that. And um, it would always be nickels. And I would be alone in the room with the fucking door closed. Mm -hmm. And I would check the piggy bank multiple times. Like, is there any change in here? Is there any change up at the top? I would feel up there. Nothing. A few days later, it would happen again. So this is something that happened multiple times. I can't even count how many times this happened when I was a kid mm-hmm. to where I just didn't even tell anybody. I just like kind of kept it to myself. It was so normal feeling to right. me. I didn't feel scared when it happened. I don't even know who the fuck it could have been. So much shit happened in that house all the time that I grew up thinking was kind of normal and regular. Yeah. It wasn't really a big deal. And, you know, I didn't really know anybody back then that died. Like, my great-grandma died. I wasn't very close to her. I was so little when she died. I think I was, like, seven, six, something like that. But, like, she didn't live with us or anything. And, you know, I was around her since I was a baby. But um, I was so young when she passed. I didn't feel, like, tremendous loss. Right. Um, 
so yeah I, and our next door neighbor you know i would always visit the old people in the neighborhood yeah. um the guy next door abe his wife i forget her name it might have been ida no i don't know i don't remember her alice i love the old lady named ida yeah it might be alice i don't know but the next door neighbor i remember she died and i looked out the window and saw an ambulance and i cried when she Mm. died i was super little then too literally those are probably the only people i knew that died when i was that young Mm. so i don't even know who it could have been trying to get my attention it might have just been some playful spirits but it was always always nickels and i totally forgot about that situation until that show mentioned coins and they started talking about coins and i was like oh my god that really happened for a long ass time Mm -hmm. so just wanted to share that that's really fucking cute Mm -hmm. i like that you didn't get scared no i never did "Mm -hmm." i was just like why does this and i'm pretty sure i mentioned it to my grandma but like anytime i told her anything weird happening like that they were like there goes maria lying pretty fucking often i remember like as uh 13 shit like that than being like she's probably on drugs or fucking drunk or something like what whatever go in the other room like they like get out of here okay all right you told us like they would hella brush me off but i know as a little kid i told them shit like that too probably a lot now that i think about it and she's just one that never admitted anything like that happening until a little bit before she died she didn't even tell me she told my mom that wow. something was someone was standing above her um, when she woke up from, from a nap a few times. I don't I'll have to ask my mom because I don't wow. even remember if she said she knew the person or not. But it startled her to the point that it hella scared her. But she never told me about it. She only told my mom and oh, she wow. never acknowledged any of the shit that I brought to her or my grandpa's attention they always brushed it off and I don't know if that was because they were scared or they didn't want to talk about it or you know but I just remember always being treated like okay keep it to yourself always and so much shit happened in that house that sucks and my grandma was the opposite like she's she doing loved. seances and Dude, shit <laughs> you know her 900 psychic numbers yeah. she loved angels like anything to do with near-death experiences she loved sylvia brown when she'd come on montel williams oh my god yeah um, i love her that's probably why i'm i love hearing about reincarnation stories like little children who remember so many details of a past life yeah like you guys all- gotta watch it i started telling my sister about that too And she had finished telling the story about one of the kids they featured because they had been on another show about reincarnation. Oh, really? Because their story was so fucking detailed. And she was like, was it that kid? And I said, yeah. And she was like, I have to watch it because I saw him on something else. I love, love those. And it's like indisputable. Like you cannot. There's there's no no, fucking way. There's no way in the world that this shit can be questioned. So no way. You guys have to watch it. It's on Netflix. We're recycled. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I like that idea, though. I do, too. But I think once you get past a certain age, they were saying you lose the memories. Yes. So it's like when your kids imagine how many kids have brought stories and shit like that to their parents and been brushed off like oh you know you're telling stories again or you got an imagination or you know and that shit is brushed brushed off listen to your fucking kids before society shapes them and molds them into thinking they shouldn't pay attention to signs and all that like listen to your kids when they tell you shit. definitely for sure like bunny she told me you know years ago about 
somebody calling her name and tapping her on the shoulder and she was hysterically fucking crying and telling me I never doubted it I went and saw a fucking psychic right away got readings multiple times and and found out how to cleanse my house and shit yeah like I never questioned it always listen to your kids when they tell you stuff like no I always believe the girls um I think like you were saying you know before you started telling that story watching that shit and reading about it definitely softens the death blow it mm-hmm. makes it not as scary for sure uh and i because I, they go on and in such detail about how welcoming and comfortable and safe it all felt and warm and like yeah. you know they make it sound so fucking nice one even verbally said i didn't want to go back but it wasn't yeah. my time but i said out loud i don't want to go back right like they made it sound that good and it's like that's cool that makes me feel way better about the people that died yeah and when our time comes because that's you know of course i have a lot of fear around that like i always want somebody to go with me to do everything i don't like to do things alone don't even Even, look at me even going to target (laughs) or anything i'm always like i want someone to go with me and dying is the one thing i've always had fear about because i have to do it alone yeah and it's like you know, it, it made me feel so much better about the whole experience when I read shit or watch shit that's like that. Yeah, same. Definitely agree. Well, guys, that's all I have for this week. That's all I have. Please subscribe, rate, and review. And we got a few new reviews, so thank we did. you guys. Yeah, thank you guys so much. But please, please do. We, we, drastically love it and it helps us drastically <laughs> i was gonna say Are something okay? else. i'm having a fucking stroke you look like it um i was gonna say something else but totally switched up my whole fucking train of thought but yeah okay thank you guys do all that good stuff thank you suck it easy go to bed <laughs>